Welcome to Conscious Corner. On this week's episode, we have musician, tech nerd, father, husband, and ultimately my brother, Simlet Sikiti. We start with, before I start with the questions, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a quick fire. Quick fire. Mm-hmm. This or this. Okay, options, ne? Gibson or Fender? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I think because of what's happening now, I'll go for Fender. Jimmy Lulu, Jimmy Hendrix. Ah, Jimmy Lulu. Blues or Mascant? I'll go for Mascand. Mascand. Yeah. Okay. There's a specific reason why I'm asking this question. I'm sure you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Microphone or guitar amp? Microphone or guitar amp? I'll say microphone. <laughs> so you'd give up playing guitar for singing? Nah, microphone. So you'd give up play for singing? Yeah. If, 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 if they say were, choose one. Yeah, if those were the tips, yes, I would. You'd, you'd, I would. you'd give up play? Yeah. Okay. So which one came first? Singing came first. Singing came first. Then, yeah, by fluke. Really, like, I just found out after being dragged into a choir. <laughs> they, wanted to, they wanted to practice on Fridays back then at boarding school when my wife and kids were playing. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why? Why do you want to? You are taking my time from my wife and kids to and come and see. And the thing is sing. that at, at boarding school, you only got the TV Fridays. Oh from yeah. Seven oh yeah. Yeah. So like we've just had four days of no. TV. No TV. Like, now you are saying. Yeah. Yeah. I choose. I choose. Singing. Yeah. Okay. Takes me... So let's go back. Back, mm. back, 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 mm. back. We come from a very... So I was thinking about this this morning. Our gra- our late grandmother mm. birthed a very... Very... Critical thinkers. My dad, your dad, yeah. our aunt. Mm. Very critical thinkers. Because she was a critical thinker, right? So when you said music when did it start that whole thing the whole conversation and what was the motivation or the backup that you had to come up with because I need to when you come when you come to my coco when you come to your dad you must say I want to do music because of A, B, C, D and this is what I'm seeing this is the plan because that's how they that's where they are all of them you can't just say I'm doing something just for the sake of doing something. So where does it start? You know, my story is weird because I don't have the... I started singing when I was two. <laughs> I don't have that story. And I always tell people, I don't have that story. Uh. The weird story is that I woke up and this is exactly how it happened with my dad to this day. When I was in matric in June... I honestly didn't care about what I was going to do after this. <laughs> okay. I don't know where it came from, but all I, what I knew I wanted to do was this thing, mm. this music thing, you know. Um, and my my dad, I think, was more understanding than anybody. Mm. 
he said, okay, we're going to do this thing called Pancheret, stay at church, you know, it's your kind of a safer place. Mm. Um, practice the, 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 the craft, yeah. And the craft there. What worried me is that I didn't care about what I was going to do after the trip. And it's what, it somehow, it worried me that I didn't worry. Okay. If that's... It didn't bother you. It worried yeah, like, it didn't bother you. Yeah, yeah I'm like, why am I not concerned? <laughs> you know, mm. but, but how it happened is that that year, I remember I woke up one morning and I asked Mokoko, Mokoko, mm. do you know anybody who knows how to play guitar can teach me? Out of the blue. It was like, just out of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, and I I can't piece where I I, I got it from. Mm. And then I think in that week or a week later, Magoko was going to work. And she as she took the bus and came back from a company, CJPT, mm. as she was coming back, there's these guys who were giving out pamphlets. So mm. it happened that one of the pamphlets was coincidence. In Melville at that time, and for me I was like, okay, it's like it's like a sign here, God up there, hey, you're looking out for me, yeah. <laughs> and I just I just followed it after that. So there was no like plan to say I'm gonna do this and after school I'm gonna do this. Mm. I remember traveling with uh, um, Aunt Caesar's husband, Mr. Baloy, aka Babagachu. Mm. <laughs> That's when we know him as um, We went to different universities. I remember I went to TUT. Yeah. They had a jazz thing happening there. I had um, University of Pretoria Ducks. Mm -hmm. But they wanted a certain level of being able to read. Yeah, read. Yeah, yeah. Seven, I think, at yeah. the time. So I couldn't enter. I needed like a bridging course or whatever the case. Mm. So, and the fees were, were a bit high. And that was the, there wasn't like any moment or, or like I had this thought out, uh, ah, planned. planned. Ah. I just, just wanted to do this thing. And I was already doing music, mm -hmm. you know, in a sense of, I started DJing with the late Sebi. Yes. Which is our, not cousin, it's our parents' cousin. Yeah. Yes. He taught me how to DJ. Yeah. I started with DJing. I was 13. Okay. Yeah. So like house DJ? Yeah, I was house DJ. Okay. There was another guy, his name was Floyd. He passed on. He taught me how to DJ. Like, my 2000 won't even fathom what I'm going to say right now. <laughs> he taught me how to DJ using cassettes. Okay. Yeah. The try, ones where you... Try syncing that thing, man, to beat match that thing. <laughs> that was like a bro. So he taught me, because he had the equipment. I remember Usebi also had equipment. I used to go to to Erogville to him every every Sunday. Mm. Literally Monk Pumasantin. I'd go take a taxi, go into um clip down, get there. I would practice from one o'clock until five. Just DJ. And the only reason I had to stop at five because my dad was like, Yeah man Tomorrow's yeah, good. Yeah, so <laughs> was like, oh. Um so that's pre so I was already doing music you know, you could say that. Mm. Yeah, but it's, it's, the story is longer. But yeah, I started with DJing then. <clears throat> Made my way to music. Okay. I think I got bored of just playing music. I wanted to make it. Mm. Yeah. So then we move from boarding school to music school. Yeah. What's the journey? So boarding school, I came back matric. Matric, I was doing it 
grade 11 sorry grade 11 i came back here remember i went to boarding school early in grade six okay Grade six. I was supposed to go with Paco, by the way. Yeah. To go to school. Oh, so it was supposed to be a both of us. Hamban. Mm. So when we went there, Paco was like, we went there for like open day. Paco was like, nah, yeah, it's not gonna work. And, <laughs> you know, and it was okay. You know, she she just she stayed back, and I went there. For me, I stayed. I don't know what made me agree. I agreed, and then um, the choir, and then there was DJ. So. I was already because I had like this huge collection of house music compilations mm. that I was collecting. No, mm. we were buying like three CDs a week. Okay, we were buying CDs. Okay, so we would share them. Yeah. So this one yeah. day, I decided to take the whole pack and take it to boarding school. Then I started becoming the guy that DJs at the school events. School events, uh. Mr. Spring. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Mang Mang, all those things. Mr. Valentine, Miss Valentine. Our DJ and still enter the competition. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. But then came back grade 11. Yeah. Grade 11, then grade 12, I had my bug of wanting to become a musician. A musician. It actually started in grade 11. Um, and then matric. And then when I was supposed to go study, I decided to do a bridging course at a, some college. Because I needed to not to read. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, that's the journey from boarding school. From boarding school. Back this okay. side. And then I had the. Oh, I used to practice so much. I didn't want to eat. I felt like. You wanted to figure it out. The easiest meal to make was like peanut butter and tea and just go back to my room. Yeah. And yeah. And then. And it carried on from there. So that's how I made the, the switch from that side to okay. so coming this side. Grade 11, grade 12, you're this side. Yeah. And then bridging course and then music school. Yeah, so bridging course is at another music school yeah. to get me to this level mm-hmm. that I needed to get to. To read and yeah. all of that. So I was already acing the stuff. Um, so you were playing by ear? I was playing by ear, but I had a neck for for ear... Uh, there was a subject called ear training. Mm-hmm. I aced that subject because I don't remember studying it. Because mm. I could just hear stuff. Yeah. And then also theory. Mm-hmm. I could understand music theory. It was the most unlogical, logical thing. But so you didn't, yeah. so I, you don't have prior knowledge of musical theory, but no, you can this just is understand. My first time yeah, learning what, you know, so I wanted to know because I was interested in arranging as well. Uh-huh. Like composition and yeah. arranging was yeah. my thing. So I got it, man. Like, I remember the friend of mine, Isaac, he was a bass player. I was from Sbukeng. We were the two in the class. The teacher was like, these guys are the ones. These guys are going to be, you know. Uh-huh. And and I enjoyed history as well, the history of... Of music. Yeah, yeah. Music school would be mostly jazz. But they had, the more focus was theory and reading, sight reading, mm. because they kind of worked together. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So then music... When music school, and then when does playing at church come in? Because I know one thing I know about your church is that it's got a culture of breeding in yeah. young musicians. So, grade 11, I was already playing at church, yeah, because my dad bought me guitar, but um, it didn't have like a jack input. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, yeah it was those, those old ones. It was a call, it was a Rick Miller. 
from Cash Crusaders. Yeah. But um, it didn't fit in the style because a lot of church styles more like a Mbakanga type of playing more mm. It's more like Mbakanga <clears throat> feel. Mm. So I needed to get a guitar, what we call a solid body or a flat, mm-hmm. flat guitar. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it has less feedback. feedback. Once again, needed money to buy it. My dad was like, he. Because he's also being baptized with the prices of these things. This whole, it's a new but world for him, yeah. Plan, man. Like, old man made a plan. Shout out to him. Made a plan. I got another Reed Miller, but it was electric from Cash Crusaders. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Now Let's we can go. go. Yeah. Thing. Got in a church. Black and white. No, it was red and white. Oh, red and white. Yeah. It's usually black and white or red and white. The Cash Crusader one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I got in there, got the guitar. And then uh, that year, I started playing in church. Mm-hmm. And then I was asked to lead the youth team, uh, music team, mm. and, you know, to establish one. There wasn't any, by the way, Grace Park Church. There wasn't any team at youth that was singing structured-wise. Mm. Coming to rehearsals, people, whatever, whatever. Yeah. People like, you know, even find people. Just and, to start the whole thing. Yeah, then I got in, I started playing songs, and, you know, but played the youth. And then Sundays play main church, mm. um, two different worlds in a sense of style. But I easily got bored of playing people's music again. Came back, I'm like I want to write my own stuff, man. This mm. thing is boring, man. Of just taking someone's. Because I read a verse, you know, like in the Bible, Psalms ninety six verse one says, "Sing a new song unto the Lord." Make a new song. A new song. <laughs> no one knows it. Mm. Well, except for me. Yes. And I, I got got locked into that mode. And I started writing songs in church. Wrote. But I was uncomfortable with them because they sounded like something I didn't hear every day. Mm. And it was the identity phase. Mm. Trying, to trying to find yourself, yeah. And only to find out that uniqueness is cool. That's the, so do you think that phase of playing um, youth and then having to play main church crafted your ear in, in a certain way? Because for youth, it's more circular mm. gospel, mm. more hill song. Mm. Then main church on a Sunday at nine, it's more... Does, does that change the way you play does that change the way you perceive certain music it teaches me the a music school there was there was a subject called um music appreciation you didn't have to like something mm. but you needed to be able to sit and and break it down and and also appreciate that someone sat down and crafted this piece of uh, music mm. you know and and some of the tracks for me the the songs that we were doing there I could hear them when we needed to pray. Mm. And I was like, Koko is singing like another vibe of this track. Mm. It's like, Assemblies of God. It's like... Because there's also that. There's Mm. also charismatic church. There's also traditional whistle. With the same song, but it's different version. Yeah, their own flavors. So I had to learn music appreciation. But for me, it wasn't even a big issue. Um, I listened to... Because when I was young, my mom... Mom used to make me listen to a lot of music, like a lot of circular stuff. Like, 
and there was anything a, and everything. And there was a rule with my mom to this day. You're not allowed to skip songs. Like, because uh. she felt like you don't appreciate the person's art. Uh. If you're going to skip. force you to listen to the entire CD. Mm. You know, and don't do not do that to somebody's craft. Uh. Don't start with uh. 14. Uh. Start with uh. one. And so then go to 14. They sat and did it purposely. To put that at one. So I learned the art of sitting down and just listening to a song. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's happening. So at main church or youth, it wasn't a, an issue. You know, mm. The issue was how to play within the style. Okay. You know, how do you okay. be how do you be a chameleon? Mm. And that that's that was hard. And find your yourself inside that, that whole thing. That was hard. Remember, I'm I'm doing this, so I'm studying jazz. So it's big it's, fat chords and like very harmonically advanced structures of mm. things and doing classical guitar at the same time because my school allowed that. So mm. I was taught by the guy that taught Jimmy Lulu and Slider Slaughter. And yes, yes. His name is Nick Carter. Incredible, incredible old man. So he taught me classical guitar and jazz guitar. Mm. Um, there was another guy, JJ, was teaching rock and stuff. So once again, I'm I'm caught up in this place where I'm... It's all these different worlds. Yeah. So there wasn't an issue, man. Like it, the, the issue was... How do you play in this world and survive and mm. do justice to the style? And find yourself mm. as well, your mm. style of playing and whatever. Okay, Because I have a whole, I, I always tell people, people say to me, I have an ear for music. And people don't know that half of or 90% of my musical whatever knowledge mm. is based on living with you for a year. Oh, so we lived together in the Magog. Oh, yeah. 2006. No, 2005. 2005. You used to memorize adverts. We yes. Remember, I remember. So I used to... So, I, I used to uh, them so well. Goku would be like... So, so you would... Holidays. So let's say two, from 2005 to let's say 2008, 2009. Because mm-hmm. I used to come regularly after I lived with Magog for one year. So I remember coming back from a crash, chilling... And then you would open the door, a Rumini, and just jam. It's either you're jamming or you're listening to Jimmy Lulu. Mm. These songs like point of view that I still know how to that song. You know? <laughs> because that was your song. Like yeah. I would know Mangene dining room when my coco's not there, yeah. point of view is playing, yeah. right? And my ear was trained from that. But yeah. that's that's a story for another day. Yeah. So now music, you go. Some someone told told me that you played on cruise, on a cruise, or something like that, or you there's something you played no slow slaughter somewhere somehow. No, that it's 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 partly not true. Okay, but you you I played didn't with play the old cruise. Um, I still love, I still would love to do that. But this time around, I just want to do it as me as the artist. <laughs> not playing for someone, yeah. Um. So the story is I, I, I called, I found, oh, how did I get his number? Slider Slaughter, that is. Oh, we had um, an event, uh, Arts and Culture, yeah. in Newtown. There's a place called Turbine Hall in Newtown. Okay. We were there. And there was like Arts and Culture, Vansbongile Komalo, and all the legends. All the legends, yeah. yeah. They're talking about like issues that concern the arts, 
you know, protecting of our intellectual property and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was there. And when we were eating at lunchtime, mm-hmm. sitting at the table, so happens that I'm sitting with Slide. Then Same I recognize table. him. I'm like, that's the Trapa guy. Yeah, that's the guy with the and guitar. He yeah. talks a lot. Then we chat, and then I told him I play guitar, and he says to me, oh, you must come and go and say a few things. I said, yeah. But also, I must learn some few things from you. From you, oh. Guys. Cool, I took his number. Can I remember Coco's phone. And it was the days when... The old... Pre- they started introducing prepaid to home phones. Yes, the old uh, landline that was... It was purple in color, yeah, I think. Yeah, they were switching that, that yes. time. Coco didn't want it. But <coughs> switch. And then I called, I remember, or like I know my name, I called Slilo Slaughter three times a week, SMSed him three times a week, every week for a year. Full year. He didn't reply. Every time I called him, young chica, the studio. Ah. Mm. Around the 11th and a half mark leading to the 12th, he says, hey, okay, man. Yeah. go studio, man. Go, go. What is it? Go baseline. We're rehearsing on Tuesday. Be on time when I saw nine o'clock. That's all I wanted. That's all. And I went. So I always tell like kids or young guys than me, even older guys, if you really want something, dude, yo man. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> you gotta you gotta push. Yeah. You know? And you yeah. gotta be the one that because with some guys they're like, let's see. That's your bed you wanted. So then Slilo calls me. I get to the rehearsal. Baseline new time. Yeah, baseline. Lo and behold. So he says, no, this is for a gig at Birch, <coughs> Birchwood Hotel. Okay. In Boxborough. Um, some whiskey brand or something. He says, you're going to be my rhythm guitarist. I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to freak out because I don't know all the songs. I don't know what mu- kind of music. Slalo plays very differently. Jimmy Lulu is, is, is like, is like Lamborghini. Yes, okay. yes. Like Luxury. Like okay, okay, okay. He's got the most complex chord progressions and patterns. Yeah. Because of his uh, days at uh, the mine. Hey, man, now those songs are intricate and not easy to play. Huh. Um, and then I'm learning is showing me as we do rehearsal. While we were doing that, um, Lira walks in. Mm, at the peak of Lira. Yes. Um, walks in. Feel good. Yeah. Yes. Walks in. Like, uh, ah. I'm like, okay, this is one of the artists. Like, oh my God. Now it's no Lira's tracks. No, he's doing two of them. Okay, cool. Two Lira's tracks we've done. While I'm still there, Sepotsola walks in. Mm. Like, guys. This is my first gig, my first ever, ever gig, thing, yeah. ever thing, mm. since the last time we spoke at Teba and all. Was like, let's do it. And we done at the rehearsal, then I was like, okay, cool. Then uh, at the time, we go to a break, Duduzo Makatini walks in yeah. in a jam session. Yeah. Oh, you know what, rip. But I had to put my guitar down. I was like, nah, this, this level is this. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's on he's, another level. Hey, man, what's and then went back to rehearsal. Then Mom's for me to come looking. So, in one so that rehearsal was the session, gig that most people probably think it was a cruise. Yeah, 
Because you were playing with yeah, so many all these big stars. Artists, we went to play at Poetry Hotel. It's my first time I even had to get a suit. Remember, call my mom. I already done on Frank Pandey suit. My mom was like, hey, the easiest thing as to get China Mall done. So, what? So, then they bought a big size and then took Taylor it to Taylor. Taylor was a brownish. I gave away the suit to one of uh, my elders, something like a cock. Mm. I'd won that suit three times. Then I was like, I mean, let me just, I felt like I want to give it to the To owner. someone. Mm. Then he loved it with the shoes and whatever. So, that was so my that's, first gig. That's the cruise yeah, gig. Yeah, because it was a really big gig. It was like Kai FM and whatnot. And I played there and, and he introduced me on stage. Okay. Lyle. He says, this is my latest protege. Okay. I'm like, no, I'm a protege. Yeah, about 11 months ago, you didn't want uh, anything to protégé. do with me. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm a protege. Yeah, and then I, I, that was, but people don't know, that was my first pro gig after music school. Okay. So now, was it a case of you were ready, but you didn't know? Because you know what they say? Stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? Prepare yourself for that big gig so that my figure, it doesn't feel... So you must treat yourself much, even if you're playing at church. You must treat yourself or whatever because of that's where you want to go. So that ulira magafir, it's not... Was it that situation? Do you feel like church playing whatever gigs you were playing at the time, small gigs prepped you for that moment or for you it was boom again sink or swim so what happened yeah it was a sink or swim situation because in church you see in Pakana you're taught to play repetitive lines that meander through chord progressions mm. because it's the same mm. so one for five thing mm. Mm. it's all in that it's, it's all in that thing, thing. So yeah you, repetitive lines and if you want to be more advanced you start following the the tones of the or chord tones as we would say mm. of the melody and you start playing with the melody then there's variations and embellishments of that thing in jazz it's a whole different story hang for what they call comping okay uh, you got to know your inversions there's so much you got to learn yeah and yeah lines and highlight chord extensions as they say um, so that gig for me was sort of like a baptism of uh, how it wasn't like I'm not ready but it was more of like check about okay yeah this is where I am where do I want to go uh. because after that gig I did a gospel gig after church um, outside of church I mean mm. I did a gospel gig that I got fired from because you are now coming with that yeah. Jazz yeah. mentality. I got fired from that gig. And they were like, uh, then I got to understand. So for me, getting fired was not a. It's not a. Because I went back to the musical director and I said, why did you fire me? And he said, boy, you're a great guitarist. But this, 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 this. Go uh, work on this. Uh, and I went and worked on them. It was Goli Tabet. A pianist guy yeah. who's now a singer. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. the one that said, boy. Sell this guitar, buy this, buy that, buy that, and, and just check this, this stuff. So now, 
are we still playing with that um, first electric guitar that you got, or have you upgraded? Oh, I upgraded. My dad, my dad bought me a jazz box, what we call a jazz box or an arch top. Uh-huh. It's that guitar that looks like Jimmy Ludo's guitar. Yes, yes. I bought one. It was a custom Ibanez AM100. They discontinued. So I've got the solid body version now, the, the thinner version. Yes, that, that cream one. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make those guitars. I'm probably the only one in Joburg. Who's going? Every guitarist I've met, they've never seen that guitar. Because they were discontinued. Hmm. Um, so I can keep it for another maybe 20 years. Maybe it will be worth something. Probably will be. <laughs> probably will be. But uh, that was the closest thing I got to just. But before that one, I had a an arch top, what they call an arch top. It's it's the one looks like Jimmy Ludo or Slyla Slot. Yes. It's a jazz box, as they say. But it doesn't hang well on uh, on uh, gospel and sessioning. Oh, okay. Because uh. number one, it's got limit. It's got a limited range mm-hmm. in terms of playing. Can't yeah. Play really you can't high. go there. Yeah. The wailing stuff, the distortion stuff. It doesn't. It's really it's well. it's a jazz box for a reason. It's warm sound. Yes. It's meant to be played by people who are frontliners rather than session musicians. I so see. I got another guitar. I kept my red and white Rick Miller ones. Put it on the wall there. As a souvenir, just to remember. Yeah. There was a time we'd had one string and Bonga kept on borrowing it when I was a kid. I still have a video of that. <laughs> it was three or four somewhere there. Um. Yeah, so I was playing. Then I was playing that that guitar. Then okay. I still have a photo of it. You know which one is? Did you see the photos in my dad's room? There was a big photo um, last year. I'll show you the photo. Okay. We're standing there as if Nazi. It was a youth event. Then there's a guitar. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Box one. That I one. No, I, I remember it. I remember uh, it. Then I had to sell it to get the smaller one. Because now. Demands are changing. Now you are not just playing. Because I wanted to work now. Yeah, session musician. Said the most logical thing is sessioning musician. Uh-huh. Which was the worst thing that somebody advised me. To be a I session musician. I wouldn't advise people to do that. Knowing what I know now. Okay. I wouldn't. I would say session musicians should be a secondary thing that you do. Mm-hmm. And purely for the reasons of ownership. Mm-hmm. Go make your own music, man. Especially now. Yeah, we live in the digital age. You know, yeah, you need. I was, I was telling somebody yesterday, you need a thousand people to give you two hundred bucks every month. A thousand loyal people, you're fine. That's two hundred thousand rand. Okay, yeah. so uh, Birchwood only says, "I the brother, uh, wait a minute." Yeah. Um, what's next? What What was what from there? What was your plan? Session musician. Is the dream of still making your own music hitting you in the face? Yeah, Are you doing something about it? Still what, what, what? I'm still writing songs for church. But uh, with me, like, no one was telling me to release stuff. You know? mm. No one was telling me to record stuff, put on a CD or whatever it was popular at the time. Mm. I was mostly like, where's, this? where's your song that you wrote? That you wrote? People just wanted to hear it. Yeah. I mean, I started getting people at malls asking me to sing a song that I sang at church last week because they can't find it. Okay. Because they didn't know it was mine. But I was the one singing it. Okay. And it's like, different, this is different style. This is like, this is weird. Mm. It's cool, weird. Because the young people at the time were vibing to it. 
Okay. Ah, they bro. They were like, hey. Saying that they, I sang some of my songs to fifteen thousand kids, man. No kids at the time. I was a kid as well. Young 15, people. At young people at at a stadium, because the church organized an event, and then one of the days was a youth event. Mm. Fifteen thousand kids. And you just said. To, and they vibed to the song. To your song. A song that I had released two weeks before then. <laughs> And that for me was 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 mind blowing because this is crazy. Mm. Do you understand if I had fifteen thousand youth giving me a hundred bucks every time I did a concert with the venues that we have today? Hundred and fifty thousand, right? You're nice. Pay your guys, your band members. Proper. You're nice. A good fifty grand of that money would go to your costs and paying your band members. And then, Make up your mind because they like it. Just keep writing more music. Um, so yeah, that, that was still happening. I was still thinking about writing, writing and all that. music and stuff. But then, uh, was it because I had this irritatingly relentless thing of getting bored with stuff I did and I wanted to move to the next thing. Is that why tech comes in? Do you yeah. get bored at some point of... Does music become repetitive to you? No. There, where you go, okay, or where does tech come in? No, the tech thing came. Okay, rewind, rewind, rewind. rewind. Let's go back. Let's go back. When Caesar, they moved to Avid Porch. Okay, so just after they got married and stuff. So aunt moves from Pimville, around the corner, yeah, from Coco's place to Vidpork. They bought a house. I was there when they were moving. So the, this, so this is the first people in our family to move to a white suburb. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. The late Shono. Yes. Was the one helping. We were in the truck, moving stuff. You guys moving, yeah. So there was a time we were staying there because... To go out the house. I mean, Baba Junior was like, ah, oh, because Lala, and you leave. You know. Um, yeah. And then when we were... Let me see. Yeah, that. I'm losing my train of thought. But yeah, when when we went to, I'm just trying to go back to try and answer. What were you asking me again? The tech. So the tech, the yeah. tech part. Oh yeah. yeah. So at. Uh, I think I know it's going, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there was a computer there. Yes. One of the rooms there was this game, hey, I'm a Ferrari. Just like it was like equivalent to, Abo, Gran Turismo and. Yes, but it came with the 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 computer. Like because old DOS it, with the floppy disk. It time when I got you, you used to work a IBM. IBM. Yeah. So I had to play that. I yeah. didn't know the bug got me there. Um, then fast track later. Mm-hmm. Um, at boarding school, my one of my teachers tells me, we're doing computer science. He tells me that there was a guy, it's a funny story. He tells me that there was a guy who once stole. Remember the story of a guy who stole one cent from from every, every bank account, account and made him became a millionaire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I want to. Be <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, and then when I was in two thousand and eight, around two thousand and eight, man, I started reading a lot about tech stuff. Or was in the Steve Jobs era. Steve Jobs had just went back to Apple. Mm. Comes up with the iPhone and yes. the iPod, iPod Shuffle. Now it's a whole thing. Like, I want to be that guy. Yeah. I want to wear a turtleneck on stage and just go. Then I went, I worked at DSTV. 
and then after DSTV by by flu sheer luck luck yeah i saw a post on on facebook somebody said they needed call center agents and then my aunt forced me to go and then all of them know i'm sitting at answering calls mm. good good gig but after i left there i wanted to write an exam where they can teach me how to make my own sounds and put them in a keyboard or i just found out about logic mm-hmm. i just found out about the roland rt300 keyboard the big one yeah. and i said the rt3 keyboard says it can program meaning there's a little piece of software inside of mm-hmm. it there's sounds there's marimbas who's making those marimba sounds oh so okay so this is where the tech and the music comes together yeah it's an idea of i'm using this software but i want to know how to make things that get Once into again, the software i wanted to know how to make stuff because i got bored of using things that people made okay it comes back again okay i want to make my own stuff uh-huh. So I, I heard sounds around me that were not on those keyboards. Mm. And I had an issue that an American guy is owning marimbas. Mm. And he's selling it back to uh. us. So that's when... The tech and comes then out. I also uh, was 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 um, watching an interview. There's a guy by the name of Brian Eno. Mm-hmm. Eno or Eno. E-N-O. Mm. He's the guy. Do you know in Windows, he liked and then there's that startup chime that it makes. Yes. That's the guy yes. that wrote that song. Yes. Now the freaky story about that stuff is that you're still getting paid to this day. Royalties. Royalties. Ah. I'm like, I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, there was cell phones when they were ringtones. I want to be the guy that wrote that song. Yeah. But I found out where those songs were existing, were existing on a PC or on a phone or whatever. And I was like, I want to make the software now. Yes, that does the thing. tech started. And it went really, really deep. I went I think I don't know if this is a it's it's a it's a thing in our family mm-hmm. where once some once a bug bites you, which whoever it is, you just become obsessed with it. Yeah. Like each and every one of us have this obsessive thing about us where mm-hmm. if we're doing something and it's a new discovery, it's just everyone you just mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. full face. But then because another story now that I'm thinking about it, I saw you playing. I remember I used to, I used to do this. I, when you'd be in the house, I'd run inside your room, strum your guitar. But you had a black uh, acoustic guitar, mm. black and, yes, and it's yellow. Actually, it's actually sunburst brown. Yes. Like dark brown. Yes. Yeah. So I'd sit there, strum. I don't know what I'm strumming, but I'm strumming. And then when I got the similarity between you and I with our stories, and I got to matric, I don't have a plan. I didn't know what I was going to study. And then my dad said to me, this is September, prelims, just after prelims. My dad said to me, do you understand that registrations are closed? And if you are going to register, you'll have to register next year. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's fine. Like, it didn't bother me. <laughs> the way it didn't bother you, it didn't, it didn't bother me. I was like, I don't have a plan, but it, it's fine. I'll see. And then, so my initial plan, for me to get into what I'm doing now, which is the visual arts, I wanted to go study sound engineering. But sound engineering, I wanted to compose music for movies, 
right? So that was my plan. So I didn't even know that this existed. I'm not going to lie. So I'm like, I want to compose music. I don't know how to play an instrument. I don't know how to read music. I don't know anything about music, but I love th this thing so much that I want to do something for, mo for movies. And then I go to the open day of my college. But I go to the wrong one. I go to the film one, not the sound engineering one. I'm like, no, man. So the plan was study one year film and then go do sound. Then you know both sides. Then it didn't work out that way, but it's fine. So it, there's a lot of similarities in... in, in Interesting that you wanted to go study film, uh, com film, music composition. And then, and, and then, and then, then I found out later on, because you were working at Kaya, mm -hmm. while you were working at Kaya and uh, at Apple and whatever and whatever, then I found out that you wanted to do that. I'm like, mm -hmm. this is... Because then I got introduced to Hans Zimmer when I was reading your Facebook post, and you'd be like, oh, Hans Zimmer. I'm like, who's this Hans Zimmer, dude? Then I, that's, so the music bug has always been there because of being in your surrounding uh -huh. somewhere or another, but yeah. And then, okay, so we move from, from tech, whatever, music. Now, obviously, we've, let's fast forward a couple of years. Now, you are you get into that you get into composition you get into your own stuff when do you decide that okay now nine to five maybe mm, no because you worked at kai at some point when do you decide that nine to five or was it also a thing of you got bored because <laughs> it seems like the common thread here you get bored and it's like ah, yeah. i remember mokoko used to have a problem with that because she used to be like when are you going to be stable? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. so what, what led to you saying, okay, let me, let me do my own thing. Let me figure my way out in this, in this whole thing. And then maybe to, to wrap it up after that, do you think that being a family man, a, a, a father and a husband has changed the way you play, so your perspective in music. I mean, it plays in. So like, stage. so yeah, so like your your okay. Let's let's start with let's start with leaving your nine to five and doing this thing. Ah, nine to five. It was a very easy thing. I mean, my my, I'm very easily convinced about things because, I I in a sense easily con. I'm most I'm probably one of the most stubborn people I know, but I'm. I'm easily convinced about a move because of a small sign that I see. Uh -huh. I don't need like a big thing. Overthink. Yeah. Um, so nine to five, <laughs> it was like, it was a day when I was driving to DSTV and I parked at the parking lot. It's a Sunday. It's an Easter Sunday. You're supposed to be at church. Yeah. Uh, uh. My shift starts at four in the afternoon. Mm. Sit in the parking lot of my Nah, guys. Still not working. I just drove by down Bram Fisher Road, and there's people wearing flip flops carrying vars and, <laughs> and ice blocks. <laughs> and I'm coming to work. I'm wearing a suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, just prepped me. My Sunday food is my your lunch. Shout out to my to Gogo, man. Like the best. She person. always, the she best. always did the most. 
and she she gave me a, you know my lunch and stuff i'm like nah i remember i did a small prayer i'm like god i'm done <laughs> that's all that's all there was no like thunder mm. no and i started my journey of leaving but then once again when pressures kind of hit you you, you go back you revert back to it yeah and it never worked man until one day i made a decision i'm like doing this then my mom one day said to me how silly i type when you're nine to five you're not you know people think kai fm was nine to five no it was time i got to my kai my shift started at nine and ended at one kai Mm. can do that Mm. then ask my boss my boss is like you come at nine ten eleven twelve one and you leave dude you can come in at seven just move the hours like this yes Simple. This okay. was... 8, ooh, 9, 10, 11. Was this uh, Greg? This Greg is his leader, but there's another... Oh, another, okay. ...the name of Neil Johnson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he still needs to write a book. He he put so much of us there. Oh, my God. Can I come in at 6? 7? Neil was like, come in at 3 in, in the, the morning. morning. As long as you okay. cover your four hours. If I open your folder, can I find my work? Simple. Okay. So I have to get, and I found out I'm an early person, early morning person. Mm. And I got the golf. I'm like, yes. The red one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I had to leave home at five. Yeah. Leave at five, get to Kai at six. I remember I used to call, uh, I used to tweet a lot and post on Facebook that he, he the zoo, because I used to drive down Yes, there. yes. The zoo looks like uh, Twilight. The, the, the thing there, I'm a vampire. What yes, yes. Twilight. Dark, yeah, yeah. So I tweet about that a lot. So I could get a six, seven, eight, nine, mm. tennis. I would I would leave Kaya, go straight to gym, Bonyamon, mm-hmm. gym, then go back home and do other things. So the nine to five really started there. And once again, ah, it wasn't I, really I, nine I was to like, five. Ah, it wasn't deep. Yeah. Know? So you went. But I saw a pattern, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I need to do this, not doing nine to five thing like wholeheartedly. And I started studying the trends of our family. In this family, the <laughs> entrepreneur is deep. And they don't the, see it. The, the parents might kind of hinder it because of the fear. The old man is a, like, my car was, my car's servicing was paid off by your dad's projects because he used to hire me to take his uh, technicians to different schools. Yes, uh, to online days. To drive. Yeah. Uh, like, the Val three rivers all the way to like Atridgeville in one day. Going so to install these things. Install, I would just be the driver. Yeah. He would pay me. And nice thing about him, he would always pay me on Fridays. You know, and but then cra- crazy, sorry to disturb you, crazy, your tech world and your, you're still coming you see, together with the tech world, but okay, carry but on. That, for yeah. me, those <clears> are signs. <throat> I would read those things as signs from God to say, Pay attention. Mm, to these small things. Bruh, I told someone I will never go to school for technology. Never. It is mm. the most easiest, easiest thing, thing ever. In the world. I always tell my man. Like, Dude, I finish a, a course during the month where we had found out to go get passed on. Mm. I come back in January, I submit a proposal. Literally a week later, Kenoga asked my wife, a week later, I get a phone call from the head of design at Showmax. To say, hey, let's talk. What are the chances? You know, I turned her down. <laughs> what are the chances of me sitting here 
and being in a position where I don't have to, I mean, I don't want to sound arrogant. I don't have to beg. Yes. You know, anybody. I don't feel human beings need to beg. Yes. You do your art, I do my art. And then I made a decision. Met an old man who gave me a lifeline of helping me build uh, the studio we're recording in now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made a decision, you know, I'm never going back to this nine to five thing. Mm. And and you know why? The biggest reason is ownership. Yeah, and you're very big on that. You can't scale what you don't own. Because mm, it's, it's not yours. It's not yours. So that's why I, nine to five was not deep, but there was like these series of events and I'm like, Mm. You know, and I pursued tech without even seeing the link. Because mm. a lot of people were discouraging me. A lot of my friends who were very influential were discouraging me from doing tech. Saying why? And I always ask them the same question. When you go to a studio, what do you record in? Mm. Tech. It's all tech. You know. Yeah, okay. so that's the, the nine to five story. Okay. Okay. That's so second last question. Mm. Which is the one I was asking. Has being a father and being a husband made you a better musician or a different musician? Yes. I don't spend... Musically, I don't spend things on on projects that, number one, will not um, bring... will not leave a legacy. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean legacy only in money. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to compose this song, will it affect and change another life? Mm. You know, I'm saying it changed me. So, Ubonga, uh, literally, about a week and a half ago, sends me a text. A voice. He likes sending voice notes. He sends me a voice note. Yeah. Thank you, oh man. Thank you. You're the reason I'm actually into this music thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he says there was a an album where I, I recorded two of my songs and I put it on that CD and I made other compilation of songs. And it so happens that that CD landed up in my mom's car and my my your dad was driving my mom to Tanin mm. and we were listening to, to that and then you and heard then, the song and Bonga started singing that song you know and that's what I mean by mm. legacy like, projects that have that do that mm. you know mm. and secondly I don't do projects where I don't have a cut <laughs> <laughs> of some sort of ownership, <laughs> of ownership <you> know, <laughs> yeah of uh, even if it's not me directly yeah. doing it but yeah. in terms of playing there's a sense of um, not robbing the artistic expression of the the moment, mm-hmm. and by that I mean there's I mean you could go in a different direction on this on a different day. By that I mean I used to live for smashing people with solos. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, give geez, me that solo. Go, go, practice. You know, mm. it is a competition stage. Mm. Yeah, I live for melody, man. Like I'm a the simplest melody. Yeah. It could be a complex one. It could be like one note ringing. Just just that. And it tells the story. So it changed me in that way. And seeing my daughter now, a young, young one, mm. um, gravitating towards the music bug, yeah, she was like, Daddy, I do the music. <laughs> she always says that, mm. you know, and it's time maybe to put in some piano stuff and whatever other instrument she wants to try. And the older one, she's like, she's, she's like, we boy, mm. the moment she's 
she was doing drama she did drama for three weeks at school she was like the energy is bad i'm leaving now <laughs> <laughs> she she wants to go back to that ball you know it's mm. okay but it changed me in that way man like i i you appreciate certain things I appreciate more appreciate moments man and also it changed me music is very very powerful mm. right do you know my the little one mm. Aya. Aya. turning four this year do you know a kid never sings out of key and she never sings in the wrong key okay. by wrong key i mean you know like sometimes you sing a song mm. and then you remember it in a card when she has to sing it again yeah she will singing it in the key of the original oh. i've i've watched it when you do when she does our father uh. she never goes out of the key it's of singing the melody yeah it's i look for stuff i'm like that's how powerful music is so now i'm, I'm very very careful at what i play in the car yeah you know, if yeah I, if there's a lot of stuff that's you know but vulgar because she absorbs Mm. And she's at that stage of just absorbing. So for me, like that part also changed me, and to say. And also, doing doing music at home as well, is is very good. It's very good for you to do music at home, mm. so that they see what their dad does is 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 is, is doing. Mm. And also, I think lastly. I, I found out I don't like. You know, a lot of people sometimes when they having their moments of whether devotions or whatever, or praying, they want to play music. Mm. I hate that. Do you think it's because you're always in? I want to play my own stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking of something else, I but okay. I want to play my own stuff. I want to. Yeah. I want to sing my own stuff. I want to play guitar. Even if you come up with your own yeah, progressions right there. Have to be released. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like. The act of worshiping God is a personal one. It's 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 the doing yes. of thing. Yes. I don't want someone else to help me. Yes. And I'm not saying it's wrong for you to listen to somebody's C D or, but, or song on Spotify. But if you have the skill to make music Let everything that has breath. You know, so so and the thing is is like I never understood how gifted I was in the thing. Mm. Until I stopped doing it, there was a time where I, I was like, "I'm done with music." Mm. I was so, ah, man, music. I felt like music had disappointed me. Mm. Mm. I left it. I'm like, I'm not touching any guitar. I didn't touch guitar for like a year. No piano, no guitar. No I'm just. It's like ask my wife. My wife didn't want to do with me. <laughs> you know, and I yeah, like, it just I didn't make sense. Tech. Computers don't talk back. Mm. And, but once again, people are like, we miss this. Then one day, oh, say, sorry, this is the last story. Mm, no problem. One day, I decided with a friend of mine, dude, come to my house. Uh, there's another lady, Uneo, she young young lady that comes and visits me in Mumbai. I said, Neo, you got an iPhone? She says, yeah, I've got an iPhone. Yeah. Can you come through? Because she studied it after. Mm. I'm like, okay. I mean, I mean, I don't like to force things. I don't like. Yeah, yeah. I can do them as like side things, you know. But come through. Yeah. Mm. All the songs that I used to write at church. People I think I them. yeah yeah I saw I saw the YouTube thing yeah. We recorded at home. 
right there in the in the sitting room in front them. of the in front of the TV. Yeah. Dude, I posted them. I, you go check the comments right now. There's people that name babies after themselves. Hmm. Like, okay, maybe 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 I'm too casual with this thing. You know what I mean? Mm. And mm. I had to reevaluate <clears throat> myself, and I said, okay, I'm gonna release a song every week, because it felt so easy and fun. Second nature. You know, mm. I mean, my people people don't want to lose fo- photos on phones mm. when they change phones. Mm. I don't want to lose voice notes because there's songs. That's how I write them. I sing into my voice note. There's over 900 of those things that are sitting in my hard drive. Mm. And you can steal anything. Don't steal those things. <laughs> and so there's also the other thing that changes you as you as you as grow. You grow. As you yeah. If people are still vibing to a song that I wrote in 20, 2007, 2008, and they're still saying to this day, there isn't a sound like that. Mm. And I'm like, hey, I mean, I thought that era had gone. But it's not an era thing then. Then you can see it's not an era thing. It's a you thing. So am I going to deprive my kids from hearing this and being told stories of me uh. later? You know, so There's so many things under... Being changed as a father. Ah, it rips you, bruh, in a good way. Like, yeah. it flips, like... Your perspective just changes. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, so I do things a bit purposely and I've kind of grown to be a bit soft as well because mm. of kids, man. And you know when parents say, I'll take a bullet? Yeah. I you definitely take a bullet for yeah. kid. Yeah. All right. We, we could talk the whole day, yeah. bro. Me, you and I could talk the whole yeah. day. Thank you for this. Thank you so much. Cool. Think, yeah. Let's, let's, let's wrap it there. Thanks, bro.